Hey, it's your OptiLive team with your OptiLive podcast. A rad program for personalized optimal living. Enjoy today's episode. I'm here with uh, Linda Banner and I'm Eric Banner and we are excited to talk about self-acceptance. Uh, Mom, I think you brought this topic uh, to bear. Yes, And there's I definitely did. a lot to talk about here. Right. Um, and so we can imagine that we want to unfold this somehow. All right. Well, let's do that. Uh, self-acceptance, I think it's very difficult for all of us to be able to embrace who we really are. Right. And in the process... At the of, essence of it, not just the superficial not, not stuff. Not superficial, but who we truly are. <laughs> right. Right. At a deeper, deeper level. Well, that's difficult. That's not it's very easy. difficult. That's, that's a journey, probably. It's a lifetime. Okay. <laughs> it's a lifetime. And I look at, we're talking about self-acceptance and the definition for self-acceptance. And I was looking through some books, trying to say, well, what, how can we word this? Self-acceptance is being able to embrace all facets of ourselves. And that is what is so difficult. Because we see our own faults, our own doubts, our own fears. So it sounds like, I mean, who wants to go down that journey, Mom, <laughs> of really seeing yourself? That's I like what you were saying because initially you were talking about self-esteem. And that's right. kind of more of, I think what we see today in most of society is what is my self-esteem. Because yes. it, it seemed like it was what I believe others to see me to be. Well, and that's and, great in our culture because yeah. I think that's what most people are doing. Well, and self-esteem refers to our how valuable we are to ourselves. How valuable we are. Right. It's and it's so, okay, look. so go back to self-awareness then. Self uh, self-acceptance. Say that one again. No, yeah, self-acceptance. Self-acceptance is being able to embrace all facets, all facets of ourselves. Of ourselves versus versus being able to uh, value what we see in ourselves. It's very we count our value. That's how we see ourselves, our self-esteem. That, that seems a little more shallow than than the self acceptance. self acceptance, where we're trying to say, what's my larger purpose? Right. Possibly. Right. Then the self esteem, which is how do I see myself, maybe even fitting into um, my culture or my society or my my friends. Right. Is that possible? Right. 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 Yeah. It's yeah. How- so, what are some examples? Can we can we give them some examples of? What this what this looks well, like? So we when we're children, we want to be accepted by our parents. Right. So we do what we think they will see as oh that's good that's a good boy that's a good girl we want to be accepted, and then we go on we mature we get into school, and as a teenager all of a sudden we want to be accepted by our friends. Right. And we begin to do what our friends are doing or expect us to do when maybe deep within us, well, that maybe isn't what we want to do. I can remember when I was um, probably around 16 and and everyone had a cigarette. And we said, oh, we're going to smoke a cigarette. So, yeah, I wanted to be accepted, so I was going to smoke the cigarette. 
So I can't really see you smoking a cigarette. Well, but anyway, I, yeah, it's this a funny is the first time. This, this, this is <laughs> the first time I had ever done that. And I sat there, and I inhaled, and I watched everyone else. And then I watched everyone else exhale, and I thought to myself, why are we drawing smoke into our lungs and blowing it out? Right. I just didn't get it. Right. So I never did really become a smoker. Right. right. But that's how young teens well, want to be accepted. They will begin to do that. And that right there is the difference between self-acceptance. So you went to a higher level. The self-esteem is like, actually, this is good because I'm fitting in. Yes. Um, right. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be accepted by these people because I'm doing what they're doing. Yeah, right. But that didn't always necessarily the journey I'm called to be on, which which is calling us more towards the purpose in our life. Right. Which is probably more of self-acceptance. Well. Maybe. I'm I, asking. Well, I, I think it's such a big picture because if we go on to becoming more of an adult, we still are wanting our peers to accept us or our neighbor next door to accept us. Right. And we begin to do things that maybe image what they're doing because we want to be accepted by them. And I think I was probably about 28 years old, and I always say I was born when I was 28. I feel like that's when I really became aware of making a decision as to what my purpose was. Right. And that's what we're called to do. Right. At some level, now that's not always easy. If we're if we're searching for it in our environment, in our in our society, or in our culture, we might we might miss the boat for what my purpose and what I'm called to do. Now you could, but I, I I think it's and this is what we love about our breathe pillar because it gives us an opportunity to be still with ourselves right. and be still with this higher energy or this, you know, and for most of it's it's God or this higher state of consciousness or awareness or intuition. Um, and as we move in that direction and we can sit still in that, a lot of times it's more clear to us maybe right. what my purpose in this life is or what was I called to be. Well, I, th- I think that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, um, a better way of aligning myself versus relying on my society or my culture sometimes. And that takes courage, because what happens right. when you make that decision to follow your purpose, which as a w- woman told me, my divine discontent within myself, I was searching for something. And what happens oftentimes is that some people fall away from you. And right. you have to, yeah, because, be- you're, because your purpose is guiding you into a different direction. Right. And so some things begin to fall away, and that gets scary. Yeah. That gets scary. So and if, and if I know that um, when we look at our ego, a lot of it then depends on how confident are we uh, with ourself and, and what, that we're on the right journey or not. So if we start doubting that, mm-hmm. then it can become more fear-filled. Right. Well, um, that is, that's right. That's right. And, it's um, with that doubt that it becomes fearful. That it starts to become a little bit scary that I'm out here on my own. Right. And I think that's where I know you and I both have our own practice that we try to sit still. I know we're calling everybody that's listening to sit still at least two minutes a day. Just be still with yourselves. Mm-hmm. Focus on your breath. It's not rocket science, but just begin the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that takes you where I feel like I need to go longer, then go longer. 
Um, but I think trying to get to your purpose is, is ultimately what we're, we think is a big part of what self-acceptance turns into. Yes. Is that I accept that I'm on the right journey, even to your point, um, if I don't think people around me agree with the journey I'm on because I know it's the right journey. Right. And we have to trust that. We have to um, become aware, and that happens through being still and meditating. Right. And uh, we have more clarity and more confidence in the choice that we make. So in summary of our examples, what we're saying is that a natural progression of life is that with as we look at self-esteem, then as a child, it's looking for acceptance from the parent. Right. As a teen, it's looking for acceptance probably from friends. And then as an adult, it's looking for acceptance from the peers. And what we're challenging people to do is to say, it might be your purpose, um, what the, the parent, the friends, and the peers are kind of pushing you to be. But then again, there might be a divine discontent, to your, to your point, within that says, actually, I don't feel like where my friends and where my peers are asking me to be um, isn't exactly it's what I sense. feel within myself. What my self-acceptance is telling me is to find my purpose and not necessarily just mold into what's happening around me. Yeah, and that takes a lot of courage right. and patience right. and love of yourself and for yourself right. and for others. Right. And for others. So in finding your purpose, um, and you can find this on our website, shamrockwellness.com, under the Breathe Pillar, um, you'll see there's a knowledge base and practices. But if you click on the link for knowledge, um, I think it's called the... Um, perceptive mind, maybe, human perception um, link. And then in that, obviously, there's some uh, writing, on, but at the last page, it gives you what this purpose, um, how to get to your purpose. And it shows us the journey of what a mature ego looks like and what an immature ego. I think so many people are like, oh, I need to get rid of my ego. You're not trying to get rid of your ego. You're probably just trying to tame it. <laughs> and uh, an immature ego would be one that is um, possibly underdeveloped. And an underdeveloped ego is someone that just never identifies with who they are. They're not even challenging themselves to attune to what the purpose is. And an overdeveloped ego um, is more of a narcissist, someone that only sees what they think is true and doesn't even begin to look at the bigger picture. Right. right. So I think the mature ego is one that balances those out um, to find what their purpose, that, that I, a lot of times you'll see that uh, in the ego, what, how that I and my purpose today aligns with my soul purpose or what this higher consciousness is calling me to be in my lifetime. Um, and when those two meet, then all of a sudden I'm in harmony and I'm, I'm, I'm finding with self-acceptance that I'm resting exactly right. where I need to be right. as an individual in my life. Right. right. Um, with compassion and love. Right. And that those would be the ultimate vibrations that, right. that turn into action. The purpose is really all about action, right? Our life is all about action. And I know we've said this before, um, Mom, but our actions will positively or negatively impact the next seven generations of people. 
Right. So, you know, it's very clear that that is something that is of value in our life, that our actions have this ripple effect. Um, hopefully, if we sit still with ourselves at least two minutes a day, that we can maybe begin to find this mature ego side of ourselves that we're not underdeveloped or overdeveloped. Mm-hmm. And as we do that, then our actions become more in line or more perfect. Probably never perfect, but they're probably better. (laughs) And help us to find our purpose in our way in this lifetime. Yeah. So, and if that didn't make a lot of sense to you, go to the website, shamrockwellness.com, click on the the breathe link, and then under that you'll see a knowledge base. And it's human perception, I think, is the name of the link. Um, But check that out. Um, Give us some feedback on um, if that's helpful or not. It's a very busy chart, I must say. But it does have divine (laughs) discontent in there, Mom. Yes, it does. That you had mentioned. I know. It does. Any other words that uh, might be helpful for people? Well, trust in yourself. I mean, trust that inner divine discontent, stirring that you feel. Trust it. Listen to it. Meditate. Um... And live a full and happy life. That's great. Awesome. Well, uh, we are grateful for the opportunity to um, share this uh, podcast with you on self-acceptance. Uh, check us out online, shamrockwellness.com. This is your OptiLive team. And um, here in Fishers, Indiana, right. Mom and I are signing off. Yep. We'll see you later. Have a great day. Thanks. Hey, this is the OptiLive team with your OptiLive podcast. And as always, breathe, breathe move, move, sleep. sleep.